Chapter Thirty of The Rover Boys on Land and Sea by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. The Defense of the Cave Saved. He has fainted, poor fellow, said Dick, as he bent over the unconscious form of Bostwick. We ought to get back to the house at once, put in old Jerry. We must warn the cap'n and the others of what Lesher and his crowd intend to do. That is true, but we can't leave this poor chap here. He might die for the want of care, came from Tom. We'll take him along, said Dick. Come, lift him up. As carefully as they could, they lifted the unconscious form up and bore it to where the rowboat was lying. Soon all were on board, and while Tom did his best to revive Bostwick, Dick and old Jerry bent their backs to the oars, pulling as they had seldom pulled before. The beach in front of the house was almost gained when they heard a shot ring out, followed by several others. "'Just as I feared,' groaned Dick. "'Lesher and the others have begun the attack.' "'Then we'll have to be careful how we land,' said old Jerry. "'If we ain't, we may run right into him. There was no moon, but the stars shone brightly, so the beach line was dimly visible in the distance. Standing up in the bow, Tom saw a flash of fire from the jungle below the house and heard the crack of a firearm. Then he saw some dark forms running along the beach. "'Our party is making for the cave,' he cried. "'We had better turn in that direction.' Several other shots followed, but they could not tell if anybody was hit. In the distance, several rum-crazed sailors were yelling like so many Indians. Bostwick came to his senses just as the sand was reached. "'Well,' where am i he asked feebly oh my feet we have brought you with us bostwick answered dick keep still and we will do what we can for you as soon as possible they took the hurt man up and all started for the entrance to the cave who goes there cried a voice out of the darkness is that you sam called back dick dick i am glad you are back they attacked the house and we are going to the cave too yes we know all about it, Sam. We have brought one of the sailors along. He is badly burnt. Are the girls safe? I guess so. We told them to go ahead, answered Sam. Carrying Bostwick between them, Dick and old Jerry soon reached the cave, where they found the three girls standing in a group, each full of dread over what was occurring. Hardly had they gotten inside when Captain Blossom came up on a run, accompanied by Gibson and Marnie. Back, are you? he said. I am glad to see it but it may put you in a tight hole. Hello. So you've got Bostwick with you, eh? Everybody get into the cave, just as quick as you can. Once inside of the cave, Captain Blossom commanded everybody to be silent. The hurt sailor was carried to the inner chamber, where a lantern was lit, for it would be impossible to see this light from outside. Then the girls set to work to make Bostwick comfortable. Has anybody been shot? asked Tom. I got a bullet scratch on the arm, answered the captain, and Morning got a few buckshot in his shoulder, but neither of the hurts amounts to anything. What do you think the mutineers will do next? Ransack the house first, said Sam. Oh, but they are a bad crowd. They came on like a lot of demons. Of course, Baxter was with them. Yes, but he kept in the background for fear, I suppose, of being shot. With caution, one after another left the mouth of the cave to look in the direction of the house, 
no one outside of their own party was visible suddenly a glare lit up the scene growing brighter each instant by the great boots ejaculated captain blossom they have set the house on fire that shows how crazy they are declared dick in their rage they are liable to do anything ten to one they get to fighting between themselves before this is over the house being built of semi-green logs burnt slowly as it was consumed they heard some of the sailors singing and yelling and heard several pistol shots and a scream of pain some of them are coming now announced sam half an hour later everybody get back out of sight cried captain blossom there was a wild scramble and in the rush tom tripped and fell his foot struck a stone which went rolling down to the mutineers feet hi hi there they are came in a rough thick voice where roared back the voice of jack lesher up there among the rocks and bushes let's go after them shoot them down boys they deserve it for burning up the ship up the rocks came the hard drunken sailors accompanied by lesher and with dan baxter in their rear back back all of you stand back cried captain blossom come a step nearer at your peril we are all armed and ready to fire at these words the sailors halted for a moment say cap'n why did you set the ship by fire asked an unsteady voice we had nothing to do with that answered captain blossom we were all over on this island when the blaze started it's a lie came in the voice of lesher of course it's a lie added dan baxter they did their best to burn every one of us up it is the truth cried dick now stand back or we shall fire on you come on yelled lesher and fired a pistol at those near the mouth of the cave if ever i get the chance to have you tried every one of you shall be hung for mutiny and murder cried captain blossom and then fired in return the bullet hit dan baxter in the arm and he fell back with a shriek of pain i'm killed i am killed he moaned and ran down toward the beach then came a volley from the mutineers followed by one from those in the cave oh what a close shave muttered tom a bullet had grazed his ear cutting away one of his curly locks lusher was wounded in the shoulder and in a moment more of the mutineers ran off feeling that they were at a disadvantage they can see us out in the open while we can't see them for the rocks and bushes said one tailor let us wait till morning and so it was decided inside of the cave a council of war was held and it was decided to block up the entrance fronting the bay with large rocks leaving only two loopholes open for watching and for possible shooting all of the wounded ones were cared for and then a watch was set in the meantime bostwick was put at ease and he told the particulars of what happened on the burning wreck and how lesher and baxter had urged the mutineers to attack those at the house the remainder of the night wore away slowly nothing more was seen of the mutineers who had retired to the jungle drank more liquor and gone to sleep baxter with them moaning and groaning over his wound i am going to take a look around said tom early in the morning a look around where asked dick from where we have the signal of distress i don't believe any of the mutineers are in that vicinity i'll go with you put in sam and so it was decided it was an easy matter for the boys to make their way to the gully entrance and with great caution 
they climbed out of the opening and walked to where the flag of distress floated in the breeze not a sight of the mutineers or dan baxter was to be had in any direction they are either sleeping or else they are afraid we'll shoot at them if they show themselves said tom and he added i am going to climb the tree and take a look around be careful cautioned sam nevertheless he went up the tall tree with his brother once in the tree directly under the flag they took a careful look around the island and then out to sea my gracious sam look screamed tom suddenly and pointed out to the ocean a ship a ship ejaculated sam yes and do you see what kind of a ship it is a warship and an american warship at that hurrah tom we are saved yes yes they are sailing this way our flag of distress has been seen hurrah we must tell the others right away both slid down the tree with all haste as they reached the bottom a gun boomed out across the waves that is to let us know that our signal has been seen said tom won't the others be delighted when they know a ship an american ship at that is so close at hand as quickly as they could they re-entered the cave and ran to where they had left the others the good news spread like lightning a ship an american warship is coming was the cry oh how thankful i am came from dora what shall we do next asked nellie with tears of joy streaming down her cheeks we'll go to the shore and meet the small boat that is sent in answered captain blossom without delay he set out accompanied by dick and old jerry leaving the others to defend the cave during his absence it was nearly two hours before he returned the ship is the cruiser jefferson he said she is bound for honolulu to await orders the captain says he will take us on board willingly and he will do what he can to help us bring those other fellows to justice hurrah cried tom if that is so then our troubles as castaways are over and we are not sorry said grace not a bit sorry and all of the others agreed with her a few words more and i will bring to a close the story of the rover boy's adventures on land and sea the captain of the warship was true to his word and before nightfall all who had been in the cave were safe on board of the jefferson those who were wounded or hurt were given the best of medical attention and everybody was made comfortable what attracted me to the islands was the bright reflection in the sky when the wreck was burnt said the captain of the cruiser i thought perhaps that a volcano had become active but at daybreak we saw nothing unusual and were about to turn away when the lookout discovered your flag of distress what will you do about the mutineers and dan baxter asked dick we'll bring them to justice if we can lad when a visit was paid to the burnt house nobody was in sight but in the woods nearby a wounded sailor was discovered he was badly hurt and though given every care died two days later while on shipboard you'll have a job finding lusher baxter and the others he said when being attended they said they wouldn't give in to anybody and when they learned the warship was here they rowed away in a boat for one of the other islands they'll hide away until after you are gone if that's the case let them stay here said captain blossom it will be punishment enough for them to live here without any stores they may find those at the cave said tom even so those stores won't last forever said dick 
yes they will be punished enough for there is no telling when another ship will stop here and take them away more than likely they'll have to remain here a year or two said captain blossom everything of value was taken to the warship and twenty-four hours later the jefferson steamed away on her journey to the hawaiian islands how glad mother will be to learn that i am safe said dora to dick it will be good news to all of our folks answered dick they will welcome us as from the grave i hope we can get a steamer directly from honolulu to san francisco said tom our little vacation has proved unusually long do you think that we will ever see dan baxter again questioned sam i hardly think so said dick after what has happened he will not dare to show his face again but dan baxter did show himself and what he did to harm the rover boys in the future will be told in another volume of the series entitled the rover boys in camp or the rivals of pine island in which we shall meet many of our old friends again it may be as well to mention here that baxter and two sailors escaped from the seven islands just one week after our friends left it the others including jack lusher lost their lives while in a quarrel over the last bottle of rum which the mate had brought with him from the burning wreck their taking off was an awful example of the evils of intemperance it was soon seen that bostwick was not seriously burnt and before the trip to honolulu was over he was able to sit up and to walk a little the wounds of those who had been shot proved slight we are well out of that adventure said tom one evening as the rover boys and the girls sat on the deck in the starlight and i don't know as i want to go through anything like it again all i am thinking of is home sweet home said sam just what was in my mind answered dick how father and uncle randolph and aunt martha will welcome us let us sing put in dora and in a moment more all were singing the first verse of home sweet home and here let us bid them good-bye end of chapter thirty end of the rover boys on land and sea by arthur m winfield